you need to sign your clients in the right order. Every market we entered, we always went for number one or number two because we know that if you succeed with signing them, then the rest will follow. Or if not they follow, they will take the meeting because they just want to hear the story. Why do you have them? What are you doing for them? Just to get as much knowledge of your competitors as, as possible. So the right order, very important. Sherry pick who you sign. Welcome to the podcast B2B SaaS CEOs with me, Joseph Olsen, as your host. I'm the CEO and founder of VAM that helps sales teams book more meetings The idea to this podcast was born because one of my personal goals is to be a world-class B2B SaaS CEO and therefore I need to learn from the best. And I want to take you with me on this journey. Hi, my name is Ishvan Beres. I am the CEO and co-founder of Donuts and you are listening to B2B SaaS CEOs. Hi and welcome, Istvan. Thank you very much. Very honored to be here. It's my honor because like you just told me off record, this is your very first podcast interview you ever done. Exactly. So let's take my virginity. <laughs> let's, jump, uh, let's jump straight into it then. Uh, first question. Who is Istvan? Please help the listeners get the context of how you look at yourself? Yeah, that's, that's a very good question. I see myself, you know, that somebody that loves life, you know, life is too short. You should just get the most of it and, and you know, have the best friends, they have the best, best life you can have. I also see myself as a self-made man. I don't have, you know, too much education or... or or whatever, whatever I, I have done, I always learn by myself. So I see myself as a self-made man, a self-made entrepreneur with an attitude that, you know, the glass is always half full or half empty. It's just up to, to, to yourself how you want to see it. Uh, and, uh, of course, the best way always to see it that is half full and just fill it up and, and problem solve. And now you're talking very, like, much more on a vision level and deeper level. But if you tell the listeners about your view of the, like, entrepreneur, your company, like, your journey, Istvan. From a, from a company's way, I had the pleasure to work with people I like. And I, I guess that is the best way to succeed. You should go every day to, to work with, with a smile and you should want to meet the people we work with and, and you know, help each other and challenge each other. And so, so that, that was one of my, my, that was and is still one of my biggest pleasure. You know, I, have, I, have, I was born in Transylvania, moved to Sweden when I was 14 years with my, with my family. When you are 14, I guess that's one of the biggest challenges because you have your life, you have your friends, your your existence and everything. And then you move to something new, new language, new everything. Two weeks later, I start, started in the seventh degree, couldn't talk to anybody because I I, I didn't talk Swedish. I didn't talk uh, talk English. And of course, in, in the, the school, everybody talked Swedish or English. So, so the first weeks was like going around like an idiot, don't understand what people say, what you what you are saying to them or, or whatever. And I think that somehow made 
how I think when it comes to business as well. That you know you can overwin everything as long as you you want to to if so long as so long as you want to do that. Thank you for sharing a bit more about the background. And if we then shift the focus from you as a person to your company today, Danats. First thing first, do the elevator pitch. Yeah, but you know, Danats. What what is Danats? We just want you know simplify ad buying because buying ads, people feels that is so complicated. But we see it's like you know an e-commerce. It should be as easy as, as an e-commerce. So. Both me and and Pio, my co-founder, we was working in the industry, of course, on on, on the opposite side. I was buying always at. I had expensive advisors, experts, whatever Pio was selling at. And 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 one day when we was we was talking about that, it was like, okay, this should be much easier. We like each other, we want to meet, but but this should be much 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 easier. How can we do it easy? And and that's that's the whole idea we done. So we wasn't you know come up with something that nobody needed. We 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 needed this. How can we do it better? I at that time I had twenty five stores, twenty five different cities. I needed to talk to twenty five different you know newspapers or publishers, whoever, or I needed to go to an expensive company that do the job for me. So, and we said this should be much, much, much easier. And at that time, self-service was very big at, at, the, at the finance, the bank industry. But they still tried to learn you to, to use their services, but it wasn't used yet. So we decided that this should be the same. We was, you know, looking at Facebook that that done self-service very, very good. Everybody hated Facebook interface, but still everybody was using it because there was just no other option. So that's, that's the, that was the whole idea. Okay, how can we do something that sounds so complicated and advanced and, and people was, was you know, hiding behind that, that normal people didn't understand? When Peo was coming to me and was, oh, can you buy this ad? And was talking about CPO, CPO, CCP, CPM, whatever. For me, it was like, now you are talking, I don't know, Russian. You know, I want to do an ad. And tomorrow when I open my, my stores, if there is a queue, then it's a good ad. If, if I open my stores and nobody's standing there, then it's a this, this disaster. Then I don't care how many views I had, how many kill, clicks I had, how whatever. So it's very simple. You know. I, I need to admit that this was such a... Funny, powerful, and simple way to explaining at the end here. I want the value from this. I want to give you money, and I want it to be a queue outside the store in a few days. Exactly, and it's, it's right. It's very, very simple. You don't need to be so complicated. But the ad industry have always been very, very complicated, and 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 you know you need to have. You need you need to be a big spender to 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 get approved to buy that or that or whatever whatever. So we we just said that we can do it this much simpler. Why haven't anybody done that? Then we you know packed our bags, travel around on our, our own expenses, talk to a lot of smart people, and we understand that, that there is a need for that, but nobody's doing it. So when we talk to all the big brands in the, in the US and we ask the same question, what is your problems what what is your challenges 
what makes you sleep bad or whatever. It was like, you know, the long tail is, is, is leaving us. The long, nobody's buying us for us. It's very expensive, but we need the long tail and so on. We need the local, local, local brands and, and so on. And I said, okay, do you have a self-service? No, 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 no. Our clients cannot handle self-service. And but okay, but what happens to your client? Do they, don't, don't they buy any ads anymore? Yeah, yeah, they buy it from Facebook or Instagram, but, but they only have self-service. So it's not your clients that can't handle service. You just don't offer self-service. So it's very simple. So that's what, then we come home and said, okay, now, now we, we, we feel that there is a need for that. Nobody have done it except Facebook. Amazing. Uh, they had an amazing, amazing solution for that. So let's, you know, copy with pride. So to say, so and and that's that's how donuts started. So our vision is still the same ten years later than what it was then. You know, just simplify something and make it more efficient, more transparent, and you know, make it make it un- unavailable for everybody. And that's that was the vision. Now we have much funnier and a much better, you know, vision and mission or whatever, because that is something everybody expects. But if you just high level and very simple, you know, we we want to build an e-commerce where you don't buy, you don't buy shoes or TVs or whatever, you buy ads. Ad so so, so, so super simple, Summer, from my end. Basically, you helped the publishers and the media companies to get into... The, the being a part of Facebook self-service and getting money from that channel. Exactly, exactly. Use your technology to simplify things. But Good. And you already answered to the big why when you baked in what your company do and explained that from your own problem. You had your problem. And I love these stories when you, when you feel the itch yourself and like, okay, screw this. We're going to solve it ourselves. And then you go from your own need Build the solution you missed. Nice. And Istvan, let's talk about big enterprise customers because, frankly, you have amazing customers. With a quick look at your webpage, you can see world-class brands and logos as your customers. So I'm curious to hear, which big enterprise customer was your very first? You know, usually... You go always back to your comfort zone, you know. So both me and Peo, we are coming from the music industry, but from opposite sides. I, I had like 25 stores. I was selling music, going to concert, whatever. Peo was working in the live industry. He he was working with the with the live live scenes, but also once again with, with music. So we said that we understand the music industry. We know how they sing, how they work. You know, it's a lifestyle. You need to drink a lot. You need to talk talk a special way, and you need to have your band, your favorite, and so. So we said, okay, if we go to the US, which brand do we believe can be our first customer where we feel that we understand them and they will understand us? And it was Shazam because Shazam was one of the biggest apps at that time, always top ten on on, on App Store and, and 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 whatever. Everybody was using that. Then we said, okay. Let's go to, to Shazam. There's rock and roll. They understand we, we will succeed. And, that's, and it started that. We, we went to U2. We do the, the tra- trail, trail, trailing the US and everything. But in the long term, it was a rock and roll people, but it was very, very corporate, like everything in the US. But that was our, that was our first enterprise American customer. 
so, so when you said Shazam, like you said, and then you explored it, so and the the app, the like the the one music app that I I don't know how many like hundreds of millions of users they must have had. They were your first big customers, and please now we stay here. How long did it take for you from first contact to getting them as a customer? I think it went quite quite fast because you know it's very easy to build a story how successful you are, how smart you are, so. But many times it's it's about how lucky you are. So we was very very lucky because Shazam was using a self service platform out there that was crap. So when we we, we knocked, knocked on their door and said that we have a self-service platform, they said, oh, we already have one. It doesn't work, it's crap. Okay, but we can build you the best one ever. And they, and they said, okay, how, we will, how will that look like? You tell us what you need and we will build it. We will build it for, for you because at that time, we only had a PowerPoint presentation and nothing else. So Shazam not only was our biggest and first enterprise customer, but they was also a partner that helped us develop something on the market that is that is that is was needed. And and the guy that that we was talking about is he's our our US MMD now. We hired him for a, for a year ago because he, he was the biggest fan of Donuts and he always said, hey, I know from day one I was part of Donuts from day one, but you are not paying my salary. And we said, oh Cannot hire you because you are our best ambassador. If you hire you, nobody, nobody will believe how how good we are because then they know that we are paying you to, to say that. So he was like, you know, coming to us. I want to work for you. I want to work for you. I want to work for you. We say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Later on, later on, later on. But now I think seven or eight years later, we hired him, and he's our MD and product owner owner as well. Amazing story and. Yes. How young was the company when you basically decided to go and pitch Shazam and get them as a customer quickly? Uh, from your understanding, it, it just took then a few months maximum? I would say around six six months. We have done some tests in Sweden with, with, with some Swedish customers. And so the concept was working, but the customers wasn't because Sweden wasn't open for, for, for new technical solutions. So, so we was very, very young and we had more or less, like I said, a PowerPoint presentation about the product. We didn't really have a, have a, have a product. So it was like we just raised our money. We got the first two investors, Wellstreet and Almi. And it was, OK, now we have money we need to spend. Let's, let's, let's start in the U.S. And everybody was that, you know, don't go to U.S. You need to succeed in your home market. When you succeed in your home market, you, then you jump to U.K. If you succeed in U.K., then you jump to the U.S. Otherwise, they will just eat you up. And we said, what? We start in the U.S. because there is the all, all, all the big potential clients is in the U.S. So why start in a small market? Sweden is always very, very good at tech. And that yeah. was, of course, one of our selling points always that we are from Sweden. Sweden, you know, the tech tech companies guru, or what what do you want to say? You have Spotify, you have uh, you have you have uh, Skype, you name it, Klarna, whatever tech companies very successful. So we are one of one of them. So yeah, very very young. I would say that we just get our money more more or less in in our accounts. So it was a very very young young company at that time. Uh-huh. And uh, now, now I want to be to be very detailed here with critical steps. If you're looking back regarding your own go-to-market strategy, and we will talk here about 
the most critical steps for you from zero to 100K dollars in ARR. And then once we discuss that, 100K to 1 million, and then 1 million to 10 millions, and then above the last parts. So if you start from the beginning, what would you say was the most critical step from zero to 100K ARR? Two of the most, crit- most critical from, from zero to 100 was that, you know, we left the Nordics, went to the US, and we said we need to sign a brand that everybody knows. It was very important that the first big brand we signed, it should be that everybody recognized, and, and it, it's very simple to explain what they do and what they do. So, so Shazam was the first signing that was so, so, so important for, important for us. If you look at the next 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 step for 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 100 to 1 million everybody in the US told us that you know there is two brands two publishers you need to you just need to have there's many many fine brands but there's two that you need to have because they are very very picky when, when who they sign they're privately owned very hard hard control and so and everybody said if you can sign Bloomberg and Hirsch, then that everybody will take you, uh, take you seriously because that's that's your, your quality stamp, stamp, stamp. So it for us was like okay, let's get Bloomberg and let's let let's get Hirsch. Bloomberg went quite fast to be honest. Hirsch it took like two years, but we never never give up. We had so many meetings where we was just sitting there said we will never sign here or something, but let's sit here, let's pretend. And, and they don't want us here. They, they are just, just very polite people. But in the end, we, sign, we signed them. It took, took two, two, two years. I, I think it took two years. But in the end, we succeeded. Okay. And, and so, so first step with Shazam and second step, broader the scope, getting some leaders in the market that so you can show that this was not just a one-hit wonder. You can broad the spectra. Uh, that was the most critical step to get to the... Uh, one so million? from 100,000 to yeah. 1 million. And if you look at the next step, of course, then, then it was like, okay, we are a very, very early stage in the company. We are a startup, no structure, nothing. It's still two person, you know, two sales guy that is more or less in every meeting, not lying, but, you know, overselling. Fake it if you make it, as, as, as everybody says in, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the industry. So for us, it was like, okay, let's, let's build some structure. And of course, we was a tech company. So for us, it was very important, you know, bring home the technology because until that, we don't have anybody in our, in our tech department. We was working with a very, very good partner, but it was a third, 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 third party solution. So we said, okay, we need to, to bring, bring home the technology. And that was one of the investors all always in every shareholders meeting come up and say, okay, how we do it in a simple way? And he said, okay, we buy one of our b- best partners. And Peo told me that you you know that uh, you can buy it very cheap because it's it's a tech company never earned any money. And 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 when I met met him him he was like, no no, I want. So it was like you know this, but. Good dinner, a couple of bottle of wines, and, and then, then we said, okay, we, we need to find a way for, forward because you want to be part of something bigger and we need and, and we need you. So we merged merged the, com- the, 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 the two companies. Of course, we was the bigger one, there was a smaller one, but we, we merged. And Johan had been a partner and, and our CTO. That was perhaps one of the 
best best decisions ever we made in made in, in that company because now we have somebody that loves tech. So that was that was a very, very important both for the investors, for the company, to 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 grow the company and, and everything. If you look at the next level, of course, from how you go from from yeah, 10 million to to whatever the, the goal is in, in in the long term. Then of course it, it for for us was 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 that you know okay we are a global global company we have clients all over all over the world we also need to be a, a global company when it comes to your you know employees co-workers colleagues and so on so what we what we done that you know which we 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 start hiring people where we have our clients it's uh, both me and Pio we believe in, much in you know people do business with people the face-to-face meetings is very very important of course exactly at that time we had the covid and it was like okay how do you sell to i don't know disney nbc whatever without meeting them from sweden both me and po living in oh it's very very small town like some how do you sell to them so it was like okay let's hire people where where we have our, our, our clients we are very remote working company you know we have like i don't know we have employees in 15 different 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 countries we have 13 14 15 different nationalities but we do believe you know that the culture that american people want to business with american american people so it's very important that you you hire people where you are where you have your market and your your clients so that was the, the that, that okay Build build a company that is present where you want to be present and 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 be very very close to close to action so to say you know so we was very close to our clients making sure that we understand how the market change or what is happening in the market and so on and I would say that 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 is perhaps still one of the biggest uh, biggest and most important because you know time zone and everything of course you can work uh, late hours but if you have a family children pick up and so and then you have starts when when you want to go home it's it 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 works for a couple of months perhaps a couple of years but in the long term it just don't work so that that perhaps is is from 10 million to whatever we we, we will end up in and now actually we will get joined in our discussion here from an external person quickly. I have a segment in my podcast that is an external question from the sales community. And today we're quickly joined by Tibor Hartwig from Organize. And this is his question. Hi, Istvan. You have now the last years been extremely successful with getting world-class brands as customers. Could you just share what's your three to five most important steps to get there? Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. We had from, from day one a very, very clear strategy how we, we, how we will succeed with, with, with those amazing brands that we succeed to, 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 the, to sign them. And of course, you need to sign your clients in the right order. It, it sounds so boring, but it's very important that you sign them in the, in, in the right, right order. So we... Every market we entered, we always went for number one or number two because we know that if you if you succeed with signing them, then the rest will follow. 
or if not, they follow. They will. They will take the meeting because they just want to hear the story. Why do you have them? What are you doing for them? Just to get, you know, as much knowledge of your competitors as, as possible. So you know, the right order very important. Cherry pick who you sign. That one. The other one is that that don't be afraid to say no. So. That was also one of our strategies. We said always, donuts is not for everybody. We are a SaaS company, but we, do, we don't want 300 clients or 500 clients or 1,000 clients. We are a SaaS enterprise, as, as we call So we, we said that if you, if you meet the client, doesn't matter how good they are, how big they are, whatever. If they don't have the strategy, say no to them because you don't want to sign clients that is unhappy and, and, and kill your brand and, and your reputation. So that's very, very important. The third one, I would say that, you know, don't be afraid of their size because it doesn't matter if they are Disney or whatever or how much money they, money they earn or what their revenue or how many employees they are. They are sitting with you because you bring something to the table. Otherwise, they wouldn't take your meeting. It's very simple. So it doesn't matter how big they are, how famous they are. If they take a meeting with, with you, then the expectation is that you can bring something to, the, to that. So don't let the size scare you. I have a very short but good story. Pio is one of those that you know, he, he's not afraid of anything. So he was like, oh, I'm calling... I'm calling uh, the CEO of Netflix, and I said, "What will you say?" Hey, this is Bill Pearson. I can help you help you earn more money. I said, "But if you, if you just say that you're an idiot, yeah, I will never meet him in that case again ever. So it doesn't matter. I have fifty percent chance to succeed. If I don't call him, I have hundred percent chance to fail. So I just call him. But if I go to his, I don't know." assistant or whatever, I will never get the meeting. So I need to find his phone number so I can call him by myself. Otherwise, I will just never get the opportunity. And this is a huge story. And he also succeeded to get the, get, the, get, the, get the meeting. We got kicked out because they said that we will never work with ads. Now they work with ads and, and we are back again in, in discussion. So it's, it's somehow we get kicked out, but we left an impression enough. So we are back in the, in the discussions again. The fourth, I would say that, you know, don't be afraid of challenges. We have been in meetings. Uh, one meeting me and Pio went to, it was like 40, 45 people on the other side. It was like 10 people from legal and they asked us, hey, what is your legal? We are so good, we don't need legal because we, we, we couldn't just afford to have any legal with us. So we said, I'm oh, so good, so we don't need any legal. Let's talk. If we, find, if we find a commercial deal, then we can bring in legal and they can fix fix the details. So, you know, it was a challenge. Me and Pio went out for the meetings. We will never, we cannot do that. We will never succeed with that. This is so big. We need to hire a couple of hundred people to succeed. But we took the challenge and now they are, they are, they are one of our, not one, they are our biggest client today. Very happy. And we have been working to get together for, I think, five years or something like that. But when we went, we went from the meeting, it was like, oh, we, can, we can't do that. They are asking for things we don't even know what it is. So me and Pio had a, had a game plan that, you know, whenever they ask for something we didn't understand, then I start to talk about something that nobody was interested in, so Pio could Google it. So, so yeah, yeah, we know what it is. So, yeah, that's one. And, of course, what the, perhaps the most important to, to, to get the big brands and so it's that you need to take care of those, those clients. So they be your ambassador because, you know, 
bigger, the big clients, they talk to each other. So if you do a bad job, then it will kick you in the, in, in the ass late, later on. So we have a couple of clients where we lost a, a, a lot of man, money because we promised them something that was more expensive to build and then we, and we expected that. But we took, we took, we took, we, we took that expense and then that investment and make sure that the client is happy. And now, now they, they have been part of Donuts for oh, many, many years and very happy. And, and, and they are our ambassadors. So that's one of our biggest achievements. So whoever asks us that, do you have any reference? We always say, pick any client you want and talk to them because we don't have any unhappy clients. You have such an amazing list of clients. Yes. Looking at your webpage, you see like TripAdvisor, The Washington Post, Expedia, SoundCloud. Yeah, you, all these brands you like heard of. And you know, the best ones, you, you don't see that, that because they don't allow us to communicate. But if you go to their webpage, then you say, powered by donuts, powered by donuts, powered by donuts. But yeah, the, the best brand, you, you can't even see that. So yes, I am, I am amazed that we succeed with so many good brands and they, they got their, their trust. To, to help them build because it's not not a small thing we are doing 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 together. They, all those brands together, I believe they have an ad revenue around 30, 35 billion US dollars. Right. It's, it's quite big business. And I, I can at least ask, but I, I think you won't can't tell me. But what what are some of your best customers, the biggest brands? Who are they? I mean you know if you look at the if you if you remove Netflix from the whatever you want to want to, to call call all all of, of those those companies so we have all of them except netflix so whatever brand you you see when you when you start your tv and you want to watch a movie sport in, whatever, in that size okay 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 nine of ten is our customers amazing and yeah we will we, we will see, we will maybe come back to this when it's the topic of your choice, but we need to move on, Istvan. It's time to talk some sales outreach, uh, because basically you, you, have, you have been doing a lot of outreach to all of these amazing customers, but now I want to understand the other way around. How would you like to get approached in a modern sales journey? Basically, what's the best way to do outreach to you? If somebody calls me and say, "Hey, Ishva, I can I can improve your your outreach, or I can Im- Im- improve that," and say, "Okay, but tell me the numbers I have right now. I I can't. Then it's just fake. So it's very important that you you humble and you also in a very short period when you talk to somebody really trying to explain how you think you can improve something." So when, whenever somebody calls me, I, I really want to understand that, okay, how can we both be winners? Because, of course, you are not calling me just because you want to help me. It's, it's a win-win situation somehow. So what I'm hearing is, number one, start in a humble way and quickly get to the point to show that I've done research about your company. Number two, then, once I've got your attention, establish that get to the point of the win-win for you because we are not working with charity. You will win X and I will win Z. Exactly. And then, you know, based on, our, on the big brands we are working with, of course, we, we don't have 10 outreach per day. 
we do our homework. We, we learn about our, our clients. We, we try their, their solutions they have on, on the market just to understand that how can we add some value, value to that. If we can't, then we do, just don't reach out to them. Super interesting. And now it's time for something I'm very curious about because I don't know what you will talk about because it's time for a topic of your choice. And the only rule here, Istvan, is that you need to talk about something that you're very nerdy about and feel passion for. So the floor is yours. You know, one of the things that I'm very nerdy and and also it's very close to what, what we are doing is, of course, that, that you know, in every industry, there is uh, different events, forums, communities, and, and so on. And, and when we saw that, that you know, self-service is so big, every industry is using self-service, but you don't call it self-service. Of course, if you go to McDonald's or whatever, there is a self-service, but you don't call it self-service. If you book your uh, travel, it's self-service. You, you book your tickets uh, on, on the internet or in, in your app uh, and, and so on. If you go and, and buy your groceries, uh, self-service is still very, very little part of that. You pick your stuff yourself, but you, you still pay mostly the traditional uh, cashier. So the, this industry didn't have any, any forum for that. So, so Donna's decided that we should have you know, the, the self-service summit. And we was a very, very small player in that because we was acting in self-serve in the ad industry. So we decided that we should do it and we should, you know, invite not only ad companies that work with ad, but other companies. And and we, we, we have done twice this because we just started it. But this year we had like... 185 people at attending. We had, we could have three, four hundred, but we just booked for too too little space. We had like 80 big companies attending. All the speakers. We had a queue for the speakers. Speakers that usually you have to pay to get those those summits. They was in in queue. The biggest brands doesn't matter if it was Disney, it was Hulu, it was Google, it was Walmart, whoever that want to be part of the self-service industry. So that's that's something, you know, we were so... It was Donna's biggest investment also when it comes to, to, to our brand and marketing. And it was a very big challenge because it could, it, it could be a total catastrophe that then everybody will, will, will laugh at that for the next five years. Or you could be very successful. And I have an amazing marketing team. They was working 24-7 with that. But we, we, we succeed very well. And... and we see this community very, very important for, for the industry, not for donuts, but, but for, the, for the industry in general. How should we handle self-service? With, now we have, you know, the security and AI and everything involved. And this is, this is something nerdy for me that is also, also very close to, to my work, of course. Of all you have said earlier, I would assume this was an in-person event. And was it in New York or where was it? In New York, so this is the second time. Was in New York. We will do New York again this year, but now we will do one in one in in, in Europe as well because we feel that you know Europe is is, is coming very very fast when it comes to self service as well, and 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 it, it is the same. It's the same. How should I empty space here as well? Nobody have done it, so it's very important that we 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 own this summit. This was uh, so smart. It's not so many people who see that market 
opportunity, or I would say community opportunity, and just take it. And you know, this is this this, this idea come up because we had the problem that every time we want to communicate the big brands, typically US, they always say no because that's the easiest way to to do that. Nope, you cannot use our brand. Nope, you cannot use our brand. And we was like, okay, how can we tell people what we have done? Then we said, okay, we do a summit, we invite those people, and then the moderator will ask, do you work with self-service? Because this is a self-service summit. Yes, 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 we have a self-service. And how did you build it? Uh, Donuts have built it. So we say, they say, always nay to us. You can never use our brands. But they say in, in, in the summit, yeah, Donuts have built it. Ah, Donuts have built it. Ah, Donuts have built it. So this has been the best marketing opportunity as, as well. But like, like I said, we, we invite our competitors, everything, because, you know, one of the things is that it's very easy to say, I am the best. But if you are the only one, then, then it doesn't matter if you are the best because you are also the worst. Yeah. It's very important that it's not only you. It should be as many players as possible in the, in the industry because then it's challenge you to do a better job. But this also has an impact if you can say that I am the best. You know, if you have... It's, Messi, how fun could be it to be the best football player in the world if you are the only football player in the world? But so, if, you, if you compete with Ronaldo, you need to push yourself. Exactly, exactly. And I think that's Ronaldo's best, best motivation that he always wanted to be better than and Messi. Otherwise, he wouldn't train so hard and, and, and be so successful. Amazing topic of choice. Super interesting. And this means is one that we are entering the roundup. And we only have a few questions left. A favorite life motto. Can you share one of your favorite life mottos? We talked about a little bit, but I would just say, you know, if your glass is half empty, fill it up. <laughs> Nobody has to do that for you. It's up to you. Yeah, amazing. I never heard, oh, wow. <laughs> Such a simple, funny thing to say. Yeah, but, you know... During my live experience, because usually when I talk to other entrepreneurs that haven't done the, done, done the long trip that I have done, I always said, you know, my best things I bring, bring to the table is that all the mistakes you are going to do in the future, I already done them. So I can make sure that you, you don't do all of them. You, I can short down your mistakes. It's not that I have done things better than you, but I have done a lot of mistakes. So let's try to cut many of those mistakes out from your trip. And the very last question then. And now you are talking to yourself, your younger self. If you would give yourself the top one to three things to think of that you now know that you didn't know, what would you tell yourself? I would say that one is that, you know, if nobody hates you, then you, are, you haven't been honest. Because there is no there is no way that everybody likes you. So be be honest. You don't have to be liked by everybody. The other one is you know prioritize, 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 and prioritize. But that was one of my biggest problems when I was young. That I always tried to be everywhere, and that of course uh, everybody has twenty four hours. That's something you cannot change. And the third one is, of course, be more hum- humble. I I sometimes feel that that I I could succeed better in some in some areas if I would be a little bit more hum- humble, especially when I was younger. Hopefully, I am a little bit smarter now. Hopefully, 
And with these words, I'm quickly shifting the focus to you who's been listening now. Two quick ones. Number one, if you got some sort of value here from Istvan, don't be selfish. Tell a friend or a colleague to listen to Istvan in B2B SaaS CEOs. And thing number two, press the subscription button. We have great guests coming here every week. And Istvan, a huge thank you for putting aside around 30 minutes together with me to help the SaaS community to keep on learning. Uh, thank you very much for having me. It was a it was a pleasure and my first pod. So thank you very much. So-